What up, baby? We coming off the second biggest party of the summer. And no, I'm not talking about the Super Kick party. I'm talking about TakeOver Brooklyn 3. 3. 3. Wait for it. 3. <laughs> What's going on? I'm Tim. This is Vacant Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined today by my two cohorts, my delinquents. I'm joined by Tyler. What's up? And I'm joined by Yusuf. Hello. What up, boys and girls? NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. 3. What what a fucking show. Oh, my God. Holy, you marks. Holy shit. Not hey, even. Man. Not even. It was a great night. It was great wrestling. sweaty marks. No, it was a great <laughs> night with great wrestling, great storytelling, and a small-ass card. Can we talk about that? Because, like... It's, what it's I was nice just, that it was two and a half hours. But, like... That's for sure. There were only five matches all night. You don't need a shit ton of matches to fill a two and a half hour time slot. Fucking WWE, no, take do, some notes. You do for four. You do for four hours though. Oh, That's you do true. for four hours, but damn, son, like five matches and they were great. All of them were more than ten minutes, and all of them told amazing stories. It was insane. So the first match that was on the card was uh, Andrade Almas with Zelina Vega, his new uh, valet. Uh, versus Johnny Gargano. Opening up the show, Andrade picked up the win. Uh, Yusuf, you seem to have a very high opinion on this match. Why don't you uh, talk about your thoughts on that one? I Okay, so I've been following both these guys because me being the indie mark that I am, I've been following them for a while back when uh, Andrade Almas was, uh, I believe, La Sombra was his name back in uh, the CMLL days. But um, just like from the from the very beginning of the match, it uh, you could tell that it was going to be a great... Not... Well, okay, you could tell it was going to be a great technical bout, and there were some great spots here and there, so uh, I'm really, really glad that this kicked off the show, just seeing the chemistry between uh, Almas and Gargano, and I'm glad that people get to see what Johnny Gar- why Johnny Gargano is really called Johnny Wrestling. So that's my two cents on that. Oh, dude, like, I was really hoping that Almas was going to get the win because I love Johnny Wrestling, but, like... Almost, I, I mean, I haven't followed NXT like 100% uh, all the time, but I've heard that he just got a new gimmick, and um, I'm all for getting new gimmicks over. And Johnny Gargano is a babyface, the biggest babyface in wrestling, arguably, and he can take a loss. Just don't, don't, like, we said the same thing about Sami Zayn, but look where Sami Zayn is now, so don't do the same thing with Johnny Gargano, please. It's already too late, like, with Sammy, but Jesus Christ. Um, super hard-hitting action, too. Very fast-paced, but, yeah, Tim, you were saying something. Someone was saying something. Uh, I was I was just going to go next, but you took my spot, but it's fine. Uh, I jumped in a little late, but from what I saw, match was solid. Crowd was into it. I liked the... I didn't know uh, Andre got a manager. Because I don't follow every week. Yeah, because same. Because I'm lazy. And there's too much wrestling to watch each week. But <laughs> I didn't know he got a manager. And I think the manager is going to help him tons if she hasn't already. The crowd seemed into it. The shirt, the the distraction was perfect. Because yeah. it wasn't like... Because she couldn't... She didn't like do anything technically illegal. But like it was just scummy. Yep, she didn't physically that, harm that, Gargano. That's I, I feel like that's good heel work when you can be scummy 
but stay inside the rule book because you're stretching it just enough. That makes you a good effective heel. So well done. Well done there. I wanted him to get the win because I don't think I've seen him win yet on a takeover. So this was this was nice to see him win. Very true. Yeah. Let's yeah, just... the D, the DIY shirt distraction was great. Yeah, that's true. Let's just hope that there's more to come with that. Like with both like the pairing of Almas and Vega. And I just hope Gargano doesn't fall into hell <laughs> after this loss. I don't think he will, but you don't I know. Feel, I feel like with like like as you said, Tyler, one loss isn't going to hurt Gargano too much, especially because eventually Champ is going to come back and they're gonna they're gonna end up having the Cruiserweight Classic rematch. So uh, yeah, hopefully that one loss won't hurt too much. Also, just to like just to like bring this up since we're talking about the whole DIY thing, just quickly, uh, I was during that match quickly looking through. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa's Twitter, and oh my god, it is one of the greatest Twitter accounts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> See, I don't go on Twitter that much, so I don't really go through like all the wrestlers' Twitters, but um, all I know is one time I got some random tweet back from ta- from uh, Taz or something. I don't remember. I should. Ba- ba- yeah, basically, basically Ciampa's whole Twitter now is just like, just like anti-Johnny Gargano. And while he's like sidelined right now with his... Uh, injury and everything it's just like it's really funny to see and hopefully that will add to the setup for the eventual gargano champa match seriously like um i saw champa i think i i don't really go to indie shows that often but one time i went to see champa like at um one of one indie show because it was the night where they had a meet and greet with bret hart and mcfoley and um it was really really cool like i remember champa was one of my favorites on the whole show and he like even though he was like the biggest heel of the night the crowd got behind him by, like, the end of it, and he had a pretty major role. I forget exactly what had happened, but, like, he actually won the crowd over a pretty decent amount. Like, he's insane. His work rate is incredible. Him and Gargano were a great team. I'm surprised that they didn't go get called up together, but um, if any team were to implode like that on the NXT roster, it was going to be DIY, and I knew that um, when the dirt sheets came out that they were going to split that Champa was going to be the heel even though there were questions on who was going to be the facing heel. But, um, yeah, it would have been really cool to see even just a shot of Champa like, in, in, like, a box or, like, backstage or, like, in the crowd or something. But, like, obviously... Like watching it, the match. Yeah. Like, just yeah. to know that he's still watching Gargano and, like, is scouting him out. That would have been, that would have been great, but we'll, we'll see where that takes things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, kick the opening match, uh, Gargano and Almas, great, great match. Yeah. Um, Tim, any final thoughts on that one? No, you guys got it under control. Fantastic. Next match we got going on is for the NXT Tag Team Championships. We had the Authors of Pain, Akam and Razar, with Paul Ellering, defending against Sanity, which I was surprised because they actually had Eric Young wrestle this match with Alexander Wolfe. So my guess is that going forward, because Sanity won the NXT Tag Team titles tonight, it's going to be defended under, under the Freebird rule with Wolf, Young, and Dane. But, yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was kind. Of, it was honestly, I think, my least favorite match on the card. Especially because the finish, which we had talked about. Um, yeah, it was okay. I, it was I, decent. I, I feel. I feel like it was a little, a little bit all over the place, especially with the with the opening of the match. 
considering they were fighting on the outside for a while. And then Eric Young grabs the table. And then Eric Young says, oh, by the way, I'm going to be in this match because you didn't tag anyone in yet. So there was, there was that. The match itself wasn't wasn't bad. The finish, of course, was wonky, but we will get to the finish. Uh, Tim? This match was ass. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. Everyone else wants to beat around the bush. This match was dick. This All right. Was All right. Okay. I thought, because here's the thing. Authors of Pain, they're miles better than they were months ago, but they're still green. Yes, both teams. Sanity? I think both teams are green as fuck. Sanity, miles better than they were, but still green. Eric Young is the exception, of course, because he's fucking Eric Sure, Young. yeah. The It was slow. The crowd was dead. And I've never seen an NXT crowd dead like that. Ever. So that's that was concerning. They didn't get hot till Nikki Cross decided to jump off something. For whatever reason. They should have been DQ'd. It was bad. I thought it was bad. I thought it was sloppy. Okay. Commentary seemed kind of bored. Corey Graves yeah. tried to save it as much as he could. Very true. So did more of an all You had which, three of the best no, 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 wrestling no. commentators, though. Yeah, we had we had great commentators. We had Nadia McInnes. We had yep. Ma- Moro and Corey. And Corey. Corey. Nothing, nothing could get Nobody me. else. Nobody nothing else. Just, just, Moro, just Moro, just Corey, and just um, Nigel. We didn't have anybody else on the table. Not, not, Pace, yeah. not Percy Watson or anything. I was I, I scrolled through Twitter. I was on everything else. I hated this match. It was boring as fuck. I don't think the right team went over either. I agree. I don't I thought that the authors of pain were growing with the belts and they were finding yeah. their footing as a team that was dominating over the roster and they had a tailor made feud for when the actual babyface team of TM sixty one came back from injury because one of the members is injured and they still have unfinished business. So right now it makes no sense to have Sanity be champions because I don't know of any other tag teams besides these two, and I also don't know of any other heels besides the authors of pain. Yeah. Who, yeah, who was the face in this team? Yeah, they, exactly. They who started, was the face in this match? Sanity was to, Sanity was supposed to be the faces of the match. They started to cheer Sanity towards the end, but that's only because, again, Nikki Cross decided to jump off the top rope for whatever the fuck reason. I thought Paul Ellering was about to take a bump, and I was like, Oh my god, that would have been great. What is going on? Again, <laughs> I didn't see like the build-up to this match, but I heard that, oddly enough... Authors of Pain were looking like faces in the build of the match, and then Sanity stole the spotlight during the match. So, like, I just think that WWE is coming to a point, and I, I've heard multiple reports and multiple people within the business that have said it, especially regarding Roman Reigns, that they're starting to treat certain stars as tweeners. Like, they don't they don't act like complete baby faces or complete heels. They just act according to story and who they're facing. So I think that's probably what they went with with this match because they don't have anybody else. They have the Street Profits, baby faces, and just started. They have heavy they yeah. They have heavy machinery heavy machinery. Heavy machinery, baby faces, but boring as fuck. Um who? Yeah, exactly. It's a team. You know the he- NXT ripoff of uh, of War Machine of uh, of oh, New Japan's War Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like Otis Dozovic and Tucker Knight. Yeah, and yeah. then who else do they have? That's that's literally they have the Ely Twins. That's whoever they are. They're a couple of jobbers. Who? 
Exactly. They faced the, they yeah. got they got Ooh. squashed Ooh. a few times. Ooh. They're they're not officially listed on the roster page. And I guess now that oh they now that they have the heel like I guess the reason why Sanity won was because now they're going to be facing Red Dragon for the tag belts. Oh yeah, they're going to they're going to have to face Red Dragon now. But like is that the official name of that team? No, well, but like I, I it's the same members, so like, Yeah, exactly. It's still Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. But so. like I remember I haven't watched But like okay, so like yeah, I don't either. But Red Dragon's yeah. going to be great, but like I don't see them having a good match with Sanity, and I don't see Sanity as being baby faces either. Ky- Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fischer, hands down, I think two of the best. Like as far like when they got put together as Red Dragon, they were fucking killing it with just about anybody. But yeah, that's the thing. Like a team like Sanity, I don't know if they can work well with guy- with like Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane, or even Alexander Wolf and okay, Eric Young is the exception because again, he's fucking Eric Young. But it's gonna be weird to see how the match plays out. Maybe there's gonna be a triple threat. I don't know. Maybe eventually Red Dragon's gonna win the NXT tag titles and TM sixty one's gonna come back and then something's gonna happen from there. No we don't know. Who the fuck knows? Wait to find out, folks. I think that now that you said that about TM sixty one, I could totally see because Drew McIntyre kind of played a similar role like that in NXT as Drew Galloway when P- when they were invaded in, in uh, Impact. I could totally see like a six-man tag or something, or like just a faction feud with TM61 and McIntyre against um, Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Now that you said that, I could see that because like like Galloway and McIntyre, like both the characters are like two of the best baby faces in the business. So like, huh? yeah, they, like he plays a very good baby face role, but yeah. Um, I th- I think we both I think all three of us agree that this this match was not the way it, like it was decent to me and from me and Yusuf's perspective but I think we all agree that the wrong team went over in this match. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so yeah, I let, think let's go with that and uh, let's move on. I also because, didn't know I also didn't know about that tag team rule either about with. I don't think like they a, knew I, either. I, I, yeah, I don't I don't think I don't I don't think that's actually an actual I don't think that's is an that, actual rule. Is that a quote unquote written rule? I don't. I, I don't think. I, don't think, so. I think they usually have to determine the partners before the match begins. Yeah, the New Day would always do that. Uh, the Freebirds would always do that. What other? I was about to say the has, Shield would. Has, so, them, is there something in history that we can like? That I don't that know. Happens? Where if it's where happened an once, that, even if it's happened once in the seventies, that in some random. If it's if the thing oh, is, if it's in history, then it exists, right? So I don't. No, I don't think so. I was about to say, normally I'm the historian, but I've never seen that before. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen that before. You'd have to, we'd have to do a lot of digging for that, but uh, yeah, weird. That whole match was weird, now that I think about it, now that you mentioned that part. So uh, yeah, let's just get on to the next match then, shall we? Get away from the weird. Yeah, so the next match was uh, Aleister Black versus Hideo Itami. And uh, for Aleister Black's entrance, they had the band that plays his entrance music live and that was pretty fucking cool and they actually had candles set up in the on the stage and like they really are treating alistair black as a big deal and i really hope they just don't take him to to 205 live because there have been talks of that i want i said that it would be a good idea no 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 alistair black won't fit on 205 live no like they they had rumors that he was going to be there but like honestly oh god no! and i said in the past that he should be but he really shouldn't be there should nobody should have the burden of being on 205 live (laughs) 
But um, it's Hideo Itami. I haven't seen his heel work until after he. Uh, the last time I saw him was at the last takeover when he faced Bobby Roode. Um, but my God, he's such a good heel. Like he's a great heel. I don't understand how. I I feel like he's just terrible with charisma. But or I thought he was. So at least it's a baby face. But um, I also don't like him because he's injury prone. So Alistair Black beat him. Uh, but it was a very good match. He actually had me second guessing actually all these matches really did but this match had me second guessing but at the end of it alistair black won kept his winning streak great match it was kind of an alistair black showcase it was like tim said it was a battle of kicks but yeah decent it it wasn't it wasn't exactly okay it was kind of an alistair black showcase but it was also uh hey i can kick the shit out of this guy oh i can kick the shit out of this guy showcase just a lot of stiff hits just like a lot of just really, really stiff hits here and there. There was one bit, uh, I don't fucking remember. I think it was near the end of the match where. Actually, no, you know what? It would have been the end. Uh, as Alistair hit that Blast Mac for the. Uh, black Blast Mac. Black Mass, <laughs> sorry, for the win. Um, just hearing that impact, like I looked away for a second because I was checking something. And I completely lost focus on the match, but I heard all I heard was the kick, the impact, and black mass, and then the pinfall. And I could have sworn I was watch I was listening in on like a New Japan match because that fucking impact was loud. Like, oh my god, I'm I'm glad that they got these two in the ring together like now before Hideo Itami eventually injures his neck or something, or like at this point breaks like every bone in his body. I was officially out for good, so I'm glad they got this. Uh, 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 kind of how I feel. <laughs> I kind of didn't care. Hideo was kind of boring as a heel. I want to see him hit a GTS, but they just don't like it because CM Punk, because fuck Marks. And well, he hit it like what? Twice, I think? He hit it. I think he's hit it twice the entire four years he's been there. Yeah. So that's that. It was a whose kick dick is longer, and how's the black wins? Yep. But uh, I'm not fully behind all the the excitement that is Alistair Black. Maybe because I don't watch enough. I don't know. I haven't seen his promo work. The entrance looks cool, but uh, eh. I think that they need to do more with both characters. I was surprised they didn't do Cassius Ono versus Hideo Itami, and quite frankly, I'm over Cassius Ono. If they ever try to push him again, I will not care. Yeah, honestly, he can leave again. Because clearly yeah. they don't have any faith or plans with him. They just, yeah, feel, just I feel a, like they're just, just trying to keep him around. Of a talent. He's yeah. not that good anymore. He's in terrible no. shape. Yeah, he's in... He's in horrible like, horrible horrible shit like, like i'm not a person like to be about, about it but like whenever he does anything you, all you see is his stomach fucking jiggle like freaking jello it's disgusting it looks, he looks really yeah. bad it doesn't that, look great but the show's not about cash right now but no no but um yeah so the next match that we had on the card was uh asuka defending her nxt women's title against ember moon and uh oh, man. this was my pick for match of the night hands I down i thought they were gonna do it I thought yeah. so. I I thought it was gonna happen. I thought so, but um, I don't know. They 
my main Go thing ahead. is is Asuka a face or a heel? It doesn't matter. Asuka, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. But I'm just trying to like I I can't I can I could never figure it out. I've been watching Asuka on every NXT takeover since she's been won the championship. I just can't figure it out. And I think that's like the, the cool factor of her character. And um, I just read a report today um, that Triple H will not let Vince call her up. Will not. Like, it's not not, not saying that it's not going to happen in the future, but because Asuka's it's champion, that. it's because, like, he, he knows that he doesn't have anyone that can take the title and carry the division like Asuka has. Asuka's, like, yeah. one of the, like, the main focal points of NXT for Triple H and that's why he that's why he's kept the title on Asuka for so long because it's been a while since they've had someone with her level of star power and I in my opinion like since Bobby Roode's been NXT champion and like he since he won the title from whoever was champion last I forget already like Nakamura Nakamura. since Nakamura left NXT it hasn't been the same since like Joe and Nakamura have left Well, when I let's talk about the match. The match was great. I liked it. Yeah, it, crowd was into it. The they had me that she was gonna lose right up until the ref spot, and I was like, oh, okay. It was still awesome, and then they almost got me again after that spot. Yeah. I was like, oh wait. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was like, I was. Yep. I was right. But I've, so, I, from but, what I've heard, Amber well, Moon has terrible mic skills. Well done. It is. It's a little rough around the edges. I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not like terrible, but it's it's getting there. It's, it's it, it needs work. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But Ember Moon is. She's cool. I just don't get it, and that's. I feel like I say that a lot when I, when we're talking about these stars, and I guess that's a good thing because they are still learning. Some of them. Uh I don't quite get it, what, what they want her to be. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh, I agree. I agree. I think with Asuka, I'm... we have the excuse that she's from Japan. Yeah. So And same with Nakamura, and I think that's why they're doing the same deal. But with Ember Moon, it's like, I get that she's trying to be a dark character, but like she's just a normal human being that enjoys dark things. Em- Ember Moon has this whole like vigilante vibe. That's true. Like this, it's a weird yeah, sort like a of vigilante vibe. vibe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I guess you could say Nightwing. Please stop. <laughs> There'll be a show eventually for it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a formal announcement. We are letting Tim go from the podcast. This will be his last episode. <laughs> oh fuck! I've been fired. It's my podcast. I'm a co-creator. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You made this thing. How are you gonna throw me off? <laughs> Just as easy as kicking you out the Skype call. Okay. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. You, so. What are your thoughts on the match? <laughs> on first, the on the first, Ember Moon Oscar match. First, I will say that despite yes, popular belief, Tim will not be kicked off of this podcast. Okay. Not yet. Your thoughts? <laughs> I enjoy. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the match. There was there was a lot a lot of great work between the two. A lot of great chemistry. The false finishes really had me like on the edge, thinking that they'd pull the trigger and make Ember Moon the uh, new women's champion, and Oscar would get called up. But uh, it was just not meant to be. Also, Ember Ember Moon's God. She the way she the way she 
pulls off some maneuvers is just clean. That last super kick uh, that headed it, that was into the pinfall, which got reversed into the Oscar lock. That super kick was gorgeous. It was a great super kick. Yes, it oh was. Oh my god, it was so. Go- and by the way, also Oscar's selling throughout the match. Great. Yep. Not like Ziggler levels of great, but like great. Yeah, agree. Sarcasm intended. Yeah. Um, I will say. Get there. Yeah, get in there. I will say that they absolutely had me with that, with the whole, like, Ember Moon actually winning the belt um, multiple times. But I also will say that as great as she is pulling off certain moves, the one move that I feel like is super dangerous and is super hard to pull off clean is her finisher. That corkscrew springboard stunner she does. Um, I think it's called the Eclipse, but... Uh, in my yeah. opinion, it looks very difficult to pull off, and it looks kind of dangerous, not going to lie. Um, but I think that she pulled it off fine tonight. I just think that there's going to be certain people that it's going to be difficult to make it work. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they made her change her finisher at some point. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it injured someone at some point. Uh, but very good match. Uh, I think that if they keep this feud going. I think that Asuka can bring the best out of Ember Moon, and quite frankly, I think eventually they might put the belt on her after that. But right now, I don't think she's ready, and I don't think that the build was there. But, I w- like, again, we all had doubts in, like w- as we were watching the match that Ember could have taken the belt. I was going to say, the with the, with the springboard stunner, the, uh, normally she hits it fast. Like, they're stumbling into it. Did you notice how Asuka was just standing there? Yeah, she like, kind of the stood there looking groggy, and then it happened like super... I was like, that looked a little too slow and a little too quiet. It was normally, a... it's, normally it's done well. Normally it's done pretty well. They stumble into it, or they just get up. It was, a, it was just like when... About it. You know, it, was little, it reminded me of a Cena springboard stunner. Yeah, it was a little too slow. A little yeah. too slow. Which is which is also what got me too, because I was like, that looked a little too slow. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a Cena stunner in the sense that it looked very like slow, stiff, choreographed. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a good move. It it can look really good when it's pulled off the right way. It's just very difficult to make it that way. That that just that one time because they did they had one in the promo that looked just fine. It was yeah. just that one time. It looked off. Yeah, it looked a little off. Yeah, see, seeing the way Asuka was positioned for that eclipse felt kind of strange to see. Because it was just like, it felt like she just sandbagged her actions until she actually got the hit, and then sold that like strangely well. Following that, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, I'm excited for after the May Young Classic and see the influx of talent that they bring in because right now I don't see any of the women on NXT besides Asuka making it anywhere past NXT. Liv Morgan, who? Sorry. <laughs> no? I mean, I can name them. Liv Morgan, Peyton Royce. Um, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. But, like, yeah. that's all All I know is their names. I don't even know what they look like. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they talk. I know two of them. You know, are, I think Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are Australian or something like that. Yep, like two, two are Australian. One is Budget Budget Carmella. And then... Uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Uh, hey, I mean, isn't there one original that... Budget? Isn't there one that's Iggy like, Azalea? Isn't there oh, one? Fault. Isn't there one that was like a budget version of Sasha Banks or something like that? I thought maybe. I'm trying to think. I don't know. What if they bring Paige back? Paige is going. I think God. Paige will be on Raw. Right now, as of Paige right now, 
as of right now, if she doesn't get a pink slip before she returns, she's gonna return on the raw brand, I think, because that's where she's listed on the re- on the dot com. Is she really? Can we? Yep. Can we bring back blue pants? Is that an option? Oh my god, blue pants. Blue pants. True. That that uh, that 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 shit is funny as fuck. <laughs> I remember Corey true. Graves got so mad too. Yeah. So, um, so I think we're can- bring in uh, bring in Candice LeRae. Who? Candice LeRae, dude. What? She's like one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Johnny Gargano's wife. I haven't seen any of her stuff, but I've heard she's phenomenal. Dude, she is okay. She's a great in the ring. B, she can actually take like a fucking beating. Can she talk? Sort of. That's the problem. Yep. All right. That's how I feel. So, that leads us to our main event of the night. Uh, Bobby Roode defending the NXT Championship against Drew McIntyre. And they tried really hard to make this a great match. And I'm not saying it was a bad match, but it was not better than Asuka versus Ember Moon. Do you think they missed the mark a little bit? I think it could have been better. But I think by the end of it, they were just trying to kill time. It felt like, even though they I were I feel like they didn't hours. they they it missed the like mark they by a, they did they missed the mark by a bit. I say, but they made up for it with the ending, like mm, post match. So let's let's stick to the match first. Yeah, <laughs> we can match, get to that. The match was fine. I, I it wasn't the, bad. The at biggest all. thing I saw it wasn't bad. It was good. It was good back and forth. Yeah. The, the first thing I saw from this match, actually, there's three things I saw from this match. First thing, Drew McIntyre looks like a fucking star. Yeah, and right they now. had like the Just whole. Complete... Go ahead. Oh, okay. They had like the whole like bagpipe, like the whole like band, like the Irish uh, bagpipe players and stuff come out and like play his entrance, and they came out and like just hit, seeing him walk out like that with like the vest that he wears, like the vest-looking coat that he wears, and like his beard now and the way he looks, how intense he is, and every time I see him. I always forget how big he is, but he's fucking huge. He looked like a damn star. Yeah. That, that's oh the gosh. biggest thing coming out of this match. Everything else is like is kind of obvious. Like Bobby Roode, we know is a star. The post match, yeah. we know everything about those guys. We know they are probably stars. See, I was sad the about Drew Bobby Roode's The biggest Drew thing about this match was I thought that he was a star. Drew yeah. looked like a damn star. Whether he won or lost, he was going to be a star. Agreed. Oh, and I was, yeah. This is yeah. a complete different Drew McIntyre than we had 10 years ago. And it's awesome. Yeah. I like it. I like the intense look. I, I, I was, uh, we were talking because we have a group chat. And we was, we was talking about the Broken Dreams theme. And oh, I, like, yeah. yeah. It was awesome that they teased it. And at first I was like, yeah, I'd be okay with them bringing it back. And then when, you know, he eventually won the match. And I was like, actually, that theme is badass. He's doing he's doing great. I think that would just put him backwards. Yep. The second thing is yeah. this looked like a <laughs> this looked like a heel triple H versus a face triple H. This looked like O three triple H versus like O seven triple H. That this, is it was so the weird, true. Yeah, that is a very, thing. very true point. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, why do I see two versions of Triple H? On well, my not, TVs? well, besides the fact that one of them literally is just Canadian Triple H. Well, that, and he does that on purpose. He's also Canadian. exactly, yeah. He's Canadian Ric Flair too. But oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh my god. And but like, I was like, why is Drew McIntyre a face Triple H? And a face Triple H is not fun. So why do I yeah. want to face Drew McIntyre? Because Heel Drew face Mac- Drew McIntyre but, is great though. Face Drew McIntyre. See, I don't see, understand. See, like I don't. 
I see I what you mean. I see I'm what you lie. mean about it being like but Triple it, H, but like face Drew McIntyre is still Drew McIntyre. Like he just looks like Triple H and has a similar move set, but like on the mic and the way he acts and his demeanor is not like Triple H. I can tell you that. Drew Drew was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Drew just you know the very loud, very like it was like the "Are you ready, Triple H?" It really was. I sure. I saw yeah. It. Like, like, and there's not. That's not a bad thing, but it's not necessarily good. Uh, I I liked his chosen one gimmick until they ruined it. <laughs> now I liked it. I didn't really pay attention like that is when it was out. But like, I can look back and be like, "Wow, what did they do wrong?" Hopefully, they can get it better this time because he's aged very well. He when he took some time off, went to the Indies, went oh, to Impact. He honed his craft and- when he went to the Indies. He, yeah, he cleaned up everything that was rough about him, and now it's defined, and it looks great. He should be a star. Yeah, I agree. He will be. Oh. And I mean, I good on him for winning. I guess I didn't really think he was going to, but now, because now, what are we going to do with Rude when we have RH? Okay, so so Bobby Rude was Let's... supposed to face off against Roderick Strong in a feud anyway. Yeah. They have unfinished business from before TakeOver because they had positioned it where it was going to be similar to... It was going to be like Roderick Strong versus Bobby Roode, but McIntyre ended up beating Strong, but Strong still had the grudge against Roode. So when McIntyre defeated Roode, all it's going to do is take Roode away from the title picture and ha- so he can be in a feud with Roderick Strong. Ew. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think Roderick Strong's character has improved drastically. Um, the way they played it, they've been playing it off recently is that he's just a genuine babyface, like a genuine father figure babyface and a role model, and I think it's fine. I think that so he's the so he's the white cruiserweight cruiserweight Tyler. Uh, fuck me. Let me read. <laughs> he's the white cruiserweight Titus Nelson. I mean, I guess I don't. I don't. Yes. Know. I don't. I don't know. Because he's he's a fatherly figure baby face. So he's Titus or Titus O'Neil. Titus Nelson. What the fuck? Well you said Titus Worldwide. Where'd you get the Nelson from? Titus Nelson. Who the fuck is that? Anyway. Weird. Um yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that Roger Strong wasn't on this card. Speaking of which. But um You know, I, I'm kinda bored by Bobby Root's character. I don't wanna say it. But it's true. He has, in my opinion, it doesn't feel like he has much of a character besides his entrance theme. And I and I also I also agree that he's like the equivalent to a heel Triple H, but there isn't really much behind a heel Triple H either besides a cocky asshole. But that's not enough nowadays to be a strong character. Like, for me, he comes across as like a businessman kind of guy. Like, he... He wants to be the poster boy, the one that is the flag bearer, the one that people think of when they think of the brand, but he's just a dick about it. But, like, I don't know. Something about him just screams two-dimensional to me, and I thought the same thing all throughout his career in, in TNA. Um, McIntyre, I haven't seen much of his face work, so I can't make that judgment. But, I am I mean, clearly he looks the part, and he has something new about him because he's... Uh, he's scottish and like it's just different because like 
No, it's di- it's, mean, it's okay. different. I, I guess the Scottish part, sure. But you also got to remember that Rude, Bobby Rude went straight from Impact to NXT. And he didn't have to take any time off to do whatever to clean himself up. He went straight to NXT. With McIntyre, he's like, it's a whole redemption story with him. Exactly. You know, he came to the WWE all those years ago. He was the self. He was the proclaimed self. He was the uh, proclaimed chosen one. They by fucked the everything of the up. Company. Yep, by the chairman himself, and then they fucked all that up. He had like, I think, how many times did he hold the Intercontinental Title during that? Do you remember? I think it was just yeah, once. I feel like it was twice, oh, it was but it might have been. It was a couple times, I think. Yeah, uh, and then and then there was a three man band. Wait, he won uh, the tag titles at one point. That's what it was. Did he it? won the tag titles with, with Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So okay, so I have his stuff up right now. He won the Intercontinental Championship one time, and then the tag team titles once with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Was it only once? That was a he pinned Kofi for that, right? I think. John Morrison. Were they both? I remember because I was both? literally. Was John Morrison. Oh! I remember as at TLC because it was it was I was literally heartbroken by that loss because John Morrison was one of my favorites at the time. Who is that now an impact? Who is now an impact as Johnny Impact? Yep, greatest name change on the planet. He went from John, what was it? Johnny Mundo. Johnny Nitro. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Nitro. Nitro to John Morrison, Johnny then Johnny Mundo, and now Johnny Impact. So what's he going to be when he comes back? Johnny. What is he now? I, I would say he's like in his mid thirties. I don't think Morrison's going to come back. Go to to be back. honest, but I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think he's coming back. I think I think I think he's fine with just like being on the indies and having that Lucha Underground contract. He's thirty-seven. Okay. Fuck. Maybe we'll see one more little run out of him. Maybe. All right. So uh, let's get, now that we've discussed the match and how the the real star looked, let's talk about the fake stars and the indie stars. Oh, Here geez. comes. So we actually forgot to mention oh, yeah. that earlier in the night. The we forgot to really. We actually forgot to really talk about earlier in the night. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, oh, after Sanity won the now. tag belts. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish came out and attacked Sanity, and um, that was pretty cool. I guess that that also leads to this part where um, McIntyre was celebrating, and then the camera panned out a little bit, and you saw O'Reilly and Fish hanging out just on the, stand on the, outside the ring. Yep, on the corner outside of the standing ring, standing on the apron, staring at McIntyre. McIntyre staring at them, jawing at them, and then uh, like you see a bunch of the fans turning around toward the back of the arena. Like, you see him turn their backs and cheering. And McIntyre doesn't realize it at all. And, like, you just see everyone slowly turn around. And then you see Adam Cole run in and make his NXT debut by attacking Drew McIntyre alongside Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly with the rumored uh, ROH stable coming to fruition in NXT. Mm. I actually, I actually liked it. I I thought this was a good, not the perfect way to bring in Adam Cole, but with this whole Ring of Honor, uh, stable, it's a good idea for the most part. Because then you'll see you'll you're going to see Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly come back as I hope they're going to stay, uh, keep the name of uh, Red Dragon, but we'll see about that. Uh, eventually, take out Sanity and take the NXT tag titles, and then you're going to see Cole get into a feud with. McIntyre or Root or whoever the hell is It's definitely uh, gonna be McIntyre NXT champ. I feel I feel like it will be. Probably will be. Um one interesting thing though, and I've been because we, we brought this whole Ring of Honor invasion thing up 
not too long ago on the group chat, like before today. And uh, it got me thinking, There's, it's not like actual kayfabe beef. Well, yeah, kayfabe. Um, But there's a very interesting history between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. So... That could be that could be something they play off on. What exactly later was on. that? Uh, basically, during um, it was the last couple. Of, it was like during the last couple of years uh, on the Indies, uh, while Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish were still like they were still doing Red Dragon and everything. Uh, Adam Cole was in his, I want to say second reign as Ring of Honor World Champion. Kyle O'Reilly was the man that beat him. And took the world title away from him. And so he got into a feud for a long time, actually, with Kyle O'Reilly. And eventually, that's when um, Adam Cole won it back at Wrestle Kingdom 11, which was this past January for New Japan, and became the only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion. And since then, there's just been like a little bit of beef, because during that time, and just a little bit after, uh, Red Dragon was still like... They were making the, they were making New Japan dates, but they weren't affiliated with any of the major factions. So they weren't with Suzuki Gun. They weren't with uh, Taguchi Japan, uh, the Los Ingobernables de Japón, and of course they were not with Bullet Club. Adam Cole by that time was with Bullet Club, so there was a little bit of tension between them. Anytime Red Dragon would be around there, so I don't know if they're going to play off that. This is real heat. It was. I don't think it's heat. I don't think there's heat anymore, but there was back then. It's just it's just that there's a there's just history between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. I will say the, that I saw, I will say that I kind of almost didn't see it coming, but I did at the same time because like it's almost like when a, when you see a story being built slowly and then it finally comes to fruition and you're like, okay, good on you WWE because like the past couple of weeks we've seen first Kyle O'Reilly debuted and he lost to Aleister Black, and then. He was just talking like he they gave him an interview after he lost because they they wanted to play it up like it was a big signing. And he was like, yeah, big things are going to come from me. That's basically all he said. He was he wasn't that great at talking. I thought Bobby Fish was better in his interview. No, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly isn't the talker in Red Dragon. It's Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is the talker. Kyle O'Reilly is the legitimate like ass kicker. Yeah. But then the next week, Bobby Fish also debuted on NXT. I'm not sure if he also faced Black or he faced somebody else, but. I believe he lost to who he faced also. Um, and then and then, and he also had an interview and he was like, big things are coming from me. Stay tuned. They teased Red Dragon as well during the interview. And then um, I guess until TakeOver, they didn't have anything happen until tonight. But it was great because you could see the build happening. They're like, yeah, just stay tuned for me. Things are coming. And then they're like, what things are coming? And then here they are. And it's it's awesome. It's gonna be great to see how this plays out. Um, I'm excited for the future of NXT given the end of this. I'm I'm curious to see if they're gonna throw any more Ring of Honor guys into that. Honestly, or they're just gonna keep it as Cole and Red Dragon. I wonder if it'll be Roddy thrown in there. I feel like Roddy could be thrown Roddy thrown in there. And okay, so do you guys do you guys remember the the aces and eights bullshit? Yes. Right, just and you know how everybody. Taz, yeah, just about. Oh my god, I don't think anyone else remember that, anyways. But <laughs> um, and you know how Taz was working as the heel commentator that was like on the side of Aces and Eights. Yeah, was yeah, it Taz? Yeah. yeah, it was Taz. I feel they they could do something with Nigel McGuinness. 
because he's a Ring of Honor boy too. That's the that's thing. That's very true. That he's a he's a hardcore Ring of Honor boy. That'd, that'd be really cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. The, although I don't know if I ever want to see a commentator get too involved again. That's true. Since like Michael yeah, Cole with the Miz, that was we, obnoxious. Yeah. Never, never again. Yeah. I want to see a commentator be that involved. So. I mean, the thing is, would have to play it exactly right. Exactly, that's the thing. Like, it would have to be, like, Nigel McGuinness shouldn't be getting involved, like, physically or anything, but just like staying on the side. But like, not saying and not saying too much. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I want. I really want to see where this whole Ring of Honor invasion thing goes. Because you got you got Adam Cole, you've got Kyle O'Reilly of Bobby Fish. You've got Roderick Strong. You've got Nigel McGuinness. Who else is Ring of Honor that's on NXT now? Is that it? I'm not even I sure. Think that's... I'm trying to think. You know what? Hold on. I'm what gonna. About, did Eric Young ever wrestle for ROH? I'm not saying he's uh, sanity, but no. But Eric was he a Ring of Honor guy? No, he was just TNA. No, was Gargano? Actually, wait. Hold up. Hold. Yeah, no, mm. Eric Young never did Ring of Honor. Gargano did Drew? Did, Gargano didn't either. Drew's obviously the opponent, but did Drew? I don't think um, so. I'm, I'm, I'm checking all this right now. But, uh... Okay, here, there was a time... My, the... here, well, while you're looking that up, I want to yep. bring up a point about Adam Cole. What are we going to do? Because his main gimmick is the super kick party, and it's already a super kick party in WWE. What are we going to do? And we saw, and I, I saw him. Super, I saw him super kick Drew, and I was like, well, yep. "What the fuck? You're not special." I don't think Adam, he's special, regardless. But that's just me. Well, I okay. Adam Cole's not like special. He's talented. I'm gonna give him that. But like the whole the whole super kick party thing is gonna be. He's going to use it. Like Adam Cole's not going to not use the super kick. Is he going to overuse it like what he did back in the Bullet Club days? Maybe not, but. I don't know. But that's his gimmick. Because the thing is, he has... Well, technically, the Superkick Party belonged to the Young Bucks. And it's always been the Young Bucks gimmick. So, with Adam Cole... I mean, Adam Cole has his own finishers. But he just does. He just didn't use them uh, during last like year on the Indies. Because he was with Bullet Club. And it was all Superkick all day. So, you, so, you just right, never know. So, we gotta, we gotta start digging from the well, then. Because... Oh, yeah. That's oh, not yeah. gonna... Because that uh, shit won't work. That shit won't work here. No. Okay. It, it says, won't. It won't. Not unless you have young bucks with them. And exactly. They and they're so, they're never coming over here. So it it won't work. And there are too many people in the company as is doing that thing anyway. And I had to piss off the young bucks. So yeah. I got it. Let's have Ziggler get called down to NXT and feud with Adam Cole. Super kick versus super kick. Oh. No. God no. That's too much super kick. No, I just That's like Tim knows me well. I just like to make the cringiest booking you'll ever hear. Oh God, great! Now that the I'm sad aware part of the... is cringiest. The sad part is his cringy booking is is half correct. Uh, <laughs> he has a he has a um, yeah. Okay, they so Galloway go down. Yeah, so Galloway's never actually worked for Ring of Honor, but he did a cross promotional show with them while he was working for uh, Preston City Wrestling. So he's okay. he wasn't a full Ring of Honor guy. Okay. I don't know. That's Speaking I, of, okay. You know what? Since we're before, I know I know we want to get to SummerSlam predictions because I'm pretty sure we'll have time for that. 
But I just want to I just want to talk about this for a, se- or a second because now talks have been going on again about Daniel Bryan trying to wrestle next year, and he's like, I want to go back to Ring of Honor. I want to do this. Blah, 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 blah. I, I I had to bring it up. I'm not saying he should. I'm just very conflicted about it. <laughs> okay, Stop. Meltzer also said that it's going to be the biggest story of next year, and I'm just like, like it's almost yeah. like when you're trying to see like Zach Gowan try and wrestle. Like it's like, oh, that's that's sweet. Like it's just so what you're saying is what you're saying is Daniel Bryan has one more match. Uh, you tie what you tie his legs together and you have him wrestle Brock Lesnar. Sure. No, All we're right. gonna kill the man. No, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. That would actually like physically kill, like literally kill. Here, him. WWE is not gonna let Bryan thing. wrestle. That's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, no, they're not. I would no. love to see him get one more match, and I would like it to be against Miz. Yeah, it should be against Miz. It's perfect. But it'd be a great way to get wanted, Miz into the Universal Title picture. Give it would give Miz major heat. Yep. It would get Daniel Bryan the send off he technically deserves because he did have his last match in a tag match with Cena and Sheamus. What the fuck? Yeah. So I get it. I get we want to have him get like a real send off match. I, I just don't want to see it happen because I like the dude is genuinely fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Another thing is that it would have ended a story that's been going on for the past seven years because technically it's been since 2010 when Daniel Bryan was his was the Miz's rookie in NXT. Yeah. Exactly. It would it it's would come a full circle for his WWE career. You yep. could maybe throw some really cool guys in the crowd, like throw in like Joe and all of them like in the crowd to watch because they all know him. And maybe like, you know, if you could get punk there for fuck's sake, do it. But like oh, you know God, what I'm saying? But like punk there. <laughs> Supposedly Punk and Brian weren't actually super close of friends. Like they never were. They just went through the business together. Yeah, so, no, they were they were never actually good friends. They just happened to be around Ring of Honor and whatnot at the same time. So, and they they both respect each other though. That's yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of respect for each other. Yeah. So, but so it, I get it. I would love to see it for my own selfish reasons, but the guy's a goddamn father. Well, come on, guys. Yeah, let's, that's the thing. Not, let's not so, kill the guy. No. Let him let him enjoy his life with his family and everything. As yep. as as upset as he is. No. Yeah, that's, that's I, the way it goes. Yep. And and those doctors that were saying that he could do it a year ago are now taking that back as well. So now I think it's overall official. It's like trying to see another Undertaker match. Like, stop. No, yeah, yeah. people are like, oh well, he never officially announced it. He literally left all of his shit in the ring. He, like hell, he was one like, layer away. From, he was one other in, clothing away from walking out in his friggin' underwear. Like he, in the world, he, in the world of professional on TV, and he hasn't done that world, since the year two thousand. It's just not in the world of professional fighting and whatnot, if you leave all of your gear in the ring as you leave, that is a signal of like retirement. And the fact it's that like he broke your cage. feet on the field. Exactly, yeah. Like the fact that he did that and then broke all kayfabe possible by kissing his wife just as he was leaving, like he's Undertaker's done. He's not coming. But but he's in and Brooklyn. So he's Bryan. gonna make an appearance at SummerSlam. He's in Brooklyn. Is he in Brooklyn? Yeah, he flew. Uh, he, he flew into Brooklyn today. Someone took a picture. He's of him in Brooklyn. On, someone took a picture of him on a plane to Brooklyn. Okay, here's the thing. There's no no reason. Okay, when I I think I mentioned this on the last episode we that did. That scares me. How that scares me. That's the thing that scares me. But I mentioned this last episode. I think yeah, last episode where someone was saying, "Oh, here's what's gonna happen." 
uh, Taker's going to show up during the four-way tomorrow night at SummerSlam. He's going to make sure Reigns doesn't win, and that sets up the rematch. And I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever read. It's dumb. If they go back on anything, if they bring Undertaker back for any in-ring role, they're dumb. They're dumb. I shouldn't. I don't want to see Undertaker again. Yeah. Personally, he, I think he should all, never show up again. Hall of Fame, that's barely, it. He barely had a decent match with Reigns, and he's not going to have another good match again, so just let it be. Exactly. That man had full-on hip replacement. Y'all need to stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, y'all need to stop. He can't, yeah. Like, uh, like, okay, Taker for the Hall of Fame, that's it. 100%, and I want to see him do it in character. Yes, and he has to do it. Oh, no, he will do it in character. No way he's going to break Kayfabe for the Hall of Fame. He might, for, I like, see he him might do it. for like five seconds just because he was the American badass at one point. But like, yeah, he will not. For, he no, but for I want to American... see him do I don't want to see American... In the hat I wanna... and in the coat. And it's I, liked, dark I, liked, as fuck. I liked American badass Taker, but if Taker's going to get into the Hall of Fame like next year, he has to be Dead Man Taker. It has to the, be. The lights will be dark as fuck. Yep. It'll, you'll have his little Titan drawn on the background it'll it'll be in character he'll walk out he'll do the fist and it'll be done no and doubt we'll never no see doubt him again. no doubt that never he again. will be like not even like not even a speech just walk out do the fit like look at the crowd turn around do the fist leave i wouldn't go that honestly, far honestly i'd be fine with that yeah exactly like that's how that's how taker's last ride should be and then like five years later if he wants to go do some shoot interviews on podcasts i'd be fine with that yeah, exactly. He will be the featured uh, inductee next year, no doubt in my mind. He'll be a feature. He just won't do a speech, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. He just won't. He probably just won't give a speech. I'm nope. totally fine with that. I don't even care if they have like. I, I feel like they're probably gonna have Kane be the one to induct him too. Yeah. I think it would make the most. It would make the most sense. Him or him or HBK, but that's the thing like they'll put on this like great speech it's like oh yeah you know take your blah 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 you're just like halfway okay here's the thing if i if it was like an hb if it was hbk doing uh taker's induction just imagine like hbk just like going through his speech like talking about taker's career blah blah blah. it's like just at the very end before hbk is done talking lights go out the gong hits taker walks out stares at hbk stares at the crowd nods and leaves that's it you know that's what? the induction right then there. i wouldn't be surprised if vince inducted taker that would also really. When's I, the last time Vince like, inducted somebody? I would like if. When's Vince... the last time Vince? I don't think Vince ever inducted anyone, and I think that Vince should be the one to induct the Undertaker. Who inducted Hulk? Who inducted Hulk Hogan? Sylvester Stallone. Was it actually? Oh my god! Yeah, oh, don't ask was, me why yeah. I remember that, but yeah, it was Sylvester. Stallone. I'm, I, I like, I like how, I like how you were just really quick to remember that too. That was it's just like, hey, who inducted? Who inducted? Yeah. Oh yeah, Sylvester Stallone. I why think, do you fucking remember so, that? That's so, of all fucking people. All right, when I was younger, I had like a WWE trivia book, and it was just a book full of multiple choice questions with answers in the back of the book, and one of the questions was that one. And plus, because I've watched Rocky Three, which is the one where Hulk Hogan had a cameo, and it was before the Hall of Fame was a super big deal. It was like the second yeah. or third. Year. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm a you huge. Rocky. Yeah, the Hall of Fame started like 1990 something. It started in like 98, and he was inducted in like what 2000? Actually, no, he was inducted in like 2005. Wasn't Hogan he? wasn't inducted until 2000. Uh, he was inducted, and in, I think it was oh, two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he came out. He came out with. Fucking somebody at WrestleMania 21. It might have been Piper. A 21. Yeah, it was 2005. Why am I like? Oh, no, he went. Yeah, it was 2005. Yep, inducted by Stallone. He went to go save Eugene. From who? Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go. Great God, Muhammad Hassan. 
WrestleMania 21, one of the underrated WrestleManias. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so... And speaking of WrestleMania, we're going to go to the SummerSlam, the summer version. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, starting out SummerSlam, uh, let's start with the three pre-show matches that are advertised. We have Akira no. Tozawa, the new Cruiserweight champion, defending against Neville. Who do you have and why? Tozawa <sighs> boost the Titus brand and poor Neville, and I don't care. Neville I should still be like... champion. Tozawa should never have won the championship, but great for Titus Worldwide. Akira Tozawa will retain somehow, and I will cringe. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Tozawa retains because, oh holy shit! Seeing Neville after he lost the title, I want more of that furious That's get true. zero sleep Neville. Oh yeah. my god, he looks like a mess. I actually kind of really yeah, that was thing. Like he okay. So seeing seeing Neville like that reminded me of, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring this in because I am an indie mark and that's what I do. Um, so former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, Hiromu Takahashi, when he lost the title, he more or less pulled that off where like he looked like he had like zero sleep and whatnot and like was a complete mess. Like he needed the title to basically be like a complete human being. And what he did was he ended up getting a stuffed cat as an emotional support animal, which kind of ruined. Okay, not ruined his character, but made him kind of seem like more of a psycho than he already is. I'm not saying they should give Neville an emotional support animal, but if they can like carry on with this whole like psycho, like I need that belt to like stay sane. Holy fuck, that would be cool. He's always in character too, and it's great. Do yeah. you notice tonight when they had it? Did you see the moment where they pan the camera on him in NXT? Yeah, he looked he at did, nothing. He, just, he didn't even yep. react. He just stared off into space. You know, he wanted to die on the inside. He was like, Yeah, exactly. He wanted to die. The fact that he got yep. pinned by Tozawa on Monday Night Raw. Not even 205 like, Live. I... People are like, why didn't they do he it on 205 at... Live? Because 205 Live is shit and everyone knows it. Yep. He was, look... he was looking at the ring like, man, I should be on NXT still. What the fuck was I thinking? Exactly, yeah. yeah I want to be here. Yeah, so uh, so we all, say, we all say Tozawa? I think so. All right, uh, second match of the pre-show. Next match, we have yeah. the New Day defending the SmackDown Live Tag Team Titles against the Usos. Who do you have and why, Tim? I want Usos, but probably New Day. Cool feud. Sucks at the card is stacked, so they're on the pre-show, but meh. I want Usos, but it's probably going to be the New Day. Uh, I say it on every episode. Fuck the New Day. Yusuf? New day. They're gonna sneak a win somehow. That's that's it. Can we get like, the trombone back? Yo, we should get that. Can we just get them all separate? No. Nah. No, we're breaking up as much tag teams as we are. We don't need to be breaking up. What's one more? Fucking... <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, but of all teams, sellers. of all teams, it's the new day. Yeah, that's the thing. Top merchandise sellers right now. Oh, I know. Oh, one I, of them. Don't get me wrong. This is just that's just me speaking from an uh, like an ideal world. Like me personally, like I can see why people enjoy the new day, no. but I just ah. don't enjoy the new day anymore. It's just like been going on for a really long time, and I'm just like not. Honestly, sometimes I sometimes it. I think the new day doesn't enjoy the new day. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it definitely it's more scripted than it used to be. It's definitely refreshing. Yeah, it, yeah it's it was definitely refreshing because it, it felt like it was just three friends having some friendly banter in the ring. Yeah, it is though nice to see Xavier Woods getting some more ring time. This is true. Also, and I, I like I like. I the really. Just, 
Xavier yeah. Woods waited. Xavier yeah, I, I I like seeing Xavier Woods with more ring time. He's he's a lot better than people think in the ring, and I'm glad that he's actually showing it. So yeah, so we all say New Day. Yes, we do. Next match all we right. have is a six man tag team match. Why the fuck is this match happening? We have the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan versus the Miz Taraj. Um, I'll start this one off. The Hardys are on the pre-show. Yes. Uh, fuck it, everything. It, so no, it happened because of the the revival's injury. So they, well, had to, yeah. they had to fix the storyline, even though they could have just had the Hardy Boys in the club. Apparently, they must not think the club is a strong enough heel tandem to deal with a feud with the Hardy They're Boys. They're not. Um, disagree. Um, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. They, they just were. Don't, they don't give them a chance. Um, but the Hardys... Uh, so now they're stuck with Jason Jordan to fight the Miz Taraj, which I think that the Hardy Boys versus Miz Taraj with Dallas and Axel could have been fine. I just don't understand why they needed to have Jason Jordan in the match in in the Miz. They could have had a separate if they wanted. Okay, here's my thing. So they were like, we don't want to have Jason Jordan versus the Miz for the Intercontinental Title because it's too stacked of a card. So what do we do? We put six guys together and put them in a f- match that no one gives a shit about. Like at least there could have been a title involved. The Intercontinental Title is the only championship not being defended at SummerSlam. Fucking why? Why? There's, I don't really care. I don't either. I, I, I just think well, the, I, see, I, I think the Hardys. I won't see the match. Okay, so here's my to thing. The, I don't. I don't care about the Hardys until they break, because yeah. they're boring as fuck. The the Miz and Gable thing. Or, Gable, Jesus Christ! What the fuck is his name? Jason Jordan. Exactly. Black black bald Kurt Angle. Yep, he'll. We'll, we'll get there. That'll be a semi-main on a Raw pay-per-view, and that's fine. We don't need to see it right now. We got enough matches that your crowd's gonna get burned out anyway, so it's still fine. It's a little cute little pre-show match. Who Here's cares? my thing: we have three pre-show matches. That means there's room for heels to win. So does Miz Taraz take the win here, or do Hardy yes. Boys and Jason Jordan win? Miz Taraz wins. I think I agree with that. I think I'll go with Miz Tarash. Because uh, Jordan can take the loss if one of the Hardys gets pinned. And it puts, yeah, more, and it puts more heat on the Miz after being destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Is Miz may pin one of the Hardys. I'd be okay with that. I think Miz will pin Matt I could, Hardy. I, could, I think Miz is going to pin Matt Hardy, yeah. Jesus. All right, so we all agree the Mistaraj is going to win the same exact way again. The the Mistaraj the Mistaraj is going to win, and then Jason Jordan's going to angle slam himself and leave. <laughs> That's how it's going to go down. Angle slam himself. <laughs> yep. And we're going to angle slam ourselves. Here's my thing: part. What if Matt and Jeff Hardy lose? Like, and then come on. Jordan... So like, what if Matt and Jeff take the loss? Like Matt gets the loss, and then mm-hmm. Jason Jordan. Turns on the Hardy Boys, Stop. and then Angle slams himself. Stop. <laughs> yes, then Angle. No, slams. Kurt. Kurt. All no, 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 no. Here's what happens. Stop. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. So Jordan takes the pin, right? And then like the Hardys leave, and Jordan's just like in the middle of the ring, like, "Oh my God, I just lost!" And Kurt Angle comes out to go comfort his son, and then Angle slams him oh, and then no. leaves. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. Stop. Anyway, stop. Stop. Okay. I had yeah, such a great to... segue too, and you ruined my segue. All right, so we're going. Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to the next match that uh, I still don't care <laughs> about. Um, SmackDown Women's Champion Naomi 
defends the title against Natalia. Um, Yusuf. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Yusuf because I was I was gonna go first, but okay. Go ahead, Yusuf. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can uh, win tonight. I am. That is true. Who you got? And why? Uh, it's kind of weird. I'm gonna say it's, uh, I'm gonna say Naomi, although you never know what could happen. Anything could happen. Seeing Natalia with the title would be, um, not right, but not wrong, because maybe we'll see the Carmella cash-in tomorrow. Maybe not. I don't know, but I'm gonna say Naomi. This is my problem with Money in the Bank. Now I forgot about that. Now I have to sit there that entire match and hope nothing, no bullshit happens. Nothing, no, no, wait, 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 Someone, no, no no bullshit will happen because they just had Corbin cash in and fail. Fuck that, by the way. Fuck yeah. Hey, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. No, oh, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just furious. Stop. Um, we'll get there. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about the women. Okay, women's time. I'm I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay, let's talk about the women. Um, I feel like Natalia might take it because Becky Lynch is going to be the one that Carmella cashes in on and they need a heel to switch it over because Becky Lynch is going to be the underdog of the division. There's no question. Um, that's my prediction. I don't know if I don't. So, I'm gonna. I'm. I think I might go with Naomi on this, but I feel like Natalia got the win out of nowhere for a reason. And I said the same thing about Jinder, and guess what? Now he's the WWE champion. So fuck wait, y'all. So, so, well, damn. <laughs> okay, what were you saying? Wait. So, so Natalia might win because random bullshit to have Becky Lynch win because she's a face to have Carmella cash in on a heel or as a heel on a face, then why can't she just cash in on Naomi, who's also a face? That's very true. I see what you're doing. No, it's not going to It's not gonna happen at SummerSlam, though. But Naomi's already been champion well, for a long time, and she's boring. But, but why can't it still be on... Okay. That's, okay. Well, because Na- Naomi, Naomi can <laughs> win. Completely, Naomi can win, crazy. but, like, Carmella, will ca- Carmella won't cash in on SummerSlam. It's not a completely. It's not completely crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It makes sense. No, yeah, it's, and Natalia. It's WWE logic. It, but, but the thing is, sense. my heart is telling me to pick Naomi, but like my mind is telling me Natalia because Natalia is a strong worker. She she just hasn't been given a prominent role in the division, and I think that she's a great worker, and she puts on great matches, and she could be a great veteran to carry the division, but. I'm very unsure, even though this match is really random and weird. Um, you know what? I think you guys are both saying Naomi. I'll go Natalia on it. I'm right. saying Naomi. It'll yeah, be. I'm saying it's Naomi. a. It's a nice little. It's a nice little undercard match. Women like it'll be fantastic because they're both good in the ring. Naomi, I kind of like Naomi's character, but I also kind of relate to the character. I I like the whole feel the glow thing. I actually really like it. It looks really, really good. It does. It looks really fucking cool. Yo, what if James Ellsworth cashes in for Carmella? Okay. Stop. (laughs) Next match. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm starting to change my mind on Naomi Natalia, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, Next match, we'll go women to women. We'll go for the Raw Women's Championship. Now we'll have Alexa Bliss defending against Sasha Banks. Based on this match, I have officially changed my pick. Naomi's retaining the belt. Okay. 
who wants to start this one? Okay. Um, I think I want to. Uh, I actually, I think I'll start. Tyler, if you, if you want to start, Tyler. Yeah. Fantastic. Go um, I think Sasha Banks is gonna take the belt because um, I don't know why. I just don't. I don't I was think. Say, go ahead, superstar. Keep going. <laughs> no, because like. I just think it's going to be one of those shockers that, like, everything else on the card seems pretty predictable, obviously, for me, besides Naomi and Natalia. But, like, Tasawa Neville, New Day Usos, um, the six-man tag, the Fatal 4-Way, I have my prediction. I think I'm pretty solid on it. Um, the WWE title match, the U.S. title match, Orton Rusev, Show Big Cast, and then um, Balor Wyatt, Cena Corbin, and, Sheamus and Amb- uh, Cesaro Sheamus Ambrose Rollins. Like... I mean, this is the only match where I feel like they could pull a shocker because the rest of them just they wouldn't be logical. You're saying that Banks winning is the shocker? Yeah, because she wasn't intended to be in the match in the first place. Yeah, that card. Yes, this card is long. Um, okay, all right. I'm gonna say Banks, and I'm not gonna say it's a shocker. I it's I feel like it's pretty laid out that Banks well, is going over tomorrow. The thing is that what? it was spo- it, no. I mean, I I disagree, but the, what I was going to say, they okay, were supposed maybe, to... Maybe not, like, laid out, but it just feels like... I don't know, because it's just so, like... It's a conflicting matchup. They were supposed I to guess. have Bailey though. They were supposed to have yeah. Bailey in the match. So, like, my guess uh, is... They're, regardless okay, I'll of take who that back. Wins, I'll take everything I said back. Regardless of who wins this match, like, it, whether it would have been Bailey or Banks winning this match... They're going going to lead this into a Banks Bailey feud. I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree, but I think that's what's going to happen out of this. They're they're eventually going to do it. I, 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 it's, I yeah, I it's going to happen. Yeah, now I see. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to throw Alexa Bliss to the wolves yet. That's the thing. Alexa she's, Bliss is great. She's doing honestly fantastic. That yeah. she's doing so well as a character, which y'all know me. I'm a character guy. As long as you're passable in the ring, the and she's 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 there. She's passable. I think she's doing fine. There's real heat there, so like that's that's just good. Like because like you can look at them and be like, oh yeah, they hate each other because they well they kind of do. Yeah. And um, I, I would I think it's gonna be bliss personally because I don't think I don't think when's Bailey supposed to come back? In like uh, four months. So, uh, four months. Yeah, so we can have we can, if we really want to do this. Sasha would Sasha be the heel in this next? Mm-hmm. This? Okay. Sasha would be the the heel. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Nia Jax is going to get involved? No, I think that that's what it's going to lead to after Banks wins the belt. That's yeah, but we'll see. I so I, what I, are we saying? So uh, Tyler, you say Sasha? Yeah, I say Sasha. Tim, you say Alexa. Yeah, and I say Sasha. Great. All right then. Next match we oh. have up is a um a shark cage match with Enzo Amore <laughs> in the shark cage. We got Big Show versus Big Cast, the battle of the bigs. That are both seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. Got to get those Mattel paychecks. Yeah, you do. Uh, this I'll, Sunday I'll at SummerSlam. This Sunday at Su. This Sunday at Su... You know what? Y'all all made fun of that in the group no, chat. I no, no, thought no. that was No, no, great. I laughed, but we were I making thought it was fun great. Of it. I, thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought he played that crowd perfectly. That crowd ate into it 
completely. All it oh, did yeah. was make him as a better heel, in my opinion. As yeah. far as the match goes, it's gonna be shit. Um, I honestly, it's gonna be. Like it's to just gonna be like that match is not gonna be more than five minutes. It's gonna be shenanigans. Like yeah. I would like it to be more of a segment type match. Yeah, I like, agree with that. The, yeah. the, the best example I can give to this is when Royal Rumble a few years ago when they booked Mark Henry and Brock Lesnar and everyone's like, why? And then oh, Brock yeah. Got a, and then Brock, Brock just got a chair and it wasn't even a match. And it yeah. was, everyone's yeah. like, thank you. I forgot, exactly I, I I forgot that was even Was it Brock happened. and Henry or was it Brock and Big Show? It was... Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was Brock and Big Show. Yeah, it was, it was Brock and Big Show you're talking about. Where Brock just took out a chair... Yeah, because Brock was like, all right, well, here's my opponent. Oh, here's a chair. Time to eat. Fuck it. I don't care. Yep. And just, and so, I don't like that same kind of thing to happen. Or like when the Shield faced Kane and, you know, New Age Outlaws, where it was just like a five seconds. So, yeah. Um, train. For me, kind of thing, I, for me with this match, two scenarios could happen. Either way, my prediction is Big Cass takes the win. Um, first scenario was the one I thought of before. Um, the club was added into this little feud. Um, I thought that originally Enzo was going to drop a weapon or something from the cage and then Cass would pick it up as opposed to Big Show. And then Cass would hit Big Show with the weapon and win, like like a, a chain or something. Um, but now that uh, Anderson and Gallows have been added into this match almost as like hired mercenaries by Cass, I think that they're going to get involved somehow and win them and help cast win um i've heard some weird shit for this match i've heard that they were gonna have enzo actually turn on big show from the shark cage and then have Cass and enzo reunite as heels like i heard some weird shit but i, a, I don't i don't think a weird match yeah but i don't think any of that would happen i don't think they're gonna reform at all because that just make no sense at all so i think that big cast is gonna go over um probably with help from the club but the the look of big cast in the club is really fucking cool because like gallows and Cass are huge and anderson's not the smallest guy in the world so it's like kind of badass to see three decent sized human beings like together yeah it's either gonna last two minutes or it's gonna go on for way too long agree yeah like i i'll say it again that match is not gonna go longer than five minutes and if it does fuck everything Kill all of us. Yeah, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cass. Yeah, big Cass. But, yeah. All right. Is that that's all we got to say on that one? I guess. Yep. That's all that needs to be said. Great. I think all we've said about that match is gonna be shorter than the match or longer. We don't yeah. know yet. So the next match coming out of SmackDown Live is a singles match between Randy Orton and Rusev. I'm going to let you go, Tyler, because you spit hot fire about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Wait, did I? I don't remember what I even said. I don't know, but you, you're you're pretty heated about this one, so go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. This that, that that was Cena Corbin. This is Randy Orton and Rusev. I wasn't oh, well, heated about this then. one. Oh, right. Okay. This one. Who, raise your hand if you don't care about this match. I. I raise my hand. Same. I won't care oh. if Orton wins. My prediction is Rusev. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not going to happen, but I think I, I want Rusev to win. Um, this is, Orton, or, Orton has well, Orton is notorious for putting over over oh, uh, wow, putting over 
putting over stars at SummerSlam. He's done it for Reigns, and um, who else did he do it for? I know, like, before he kind of cut Brian. Well, no. no. Sorry. No, Tim, go ahead. No, I'll wait. Because... Oh, he, no, 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 he, put over, he put I'll over wait. He put over Lesnar. He put over Reigns. Um, I mean, Lesnar's not really, like, a, like, it's not that he wasn't a star before. But, you know, I mean, in my opinion, it was pretty great. Um, you know, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to look at Orton's history before. Oh, he put over Sheamus also at SummerSlam. Let's not forget that. Um, it will oh, yeah, that was SummerSlam yeah. 2000. So, like, not only – because, like, people talk about Cena's remember. SummerSlam losing streak. Let's talk about Randy Orton's. The last SummerSlam he actually did something was when he won the title from Brian. And I think he lost earlier in the night. I think that was against Sheamus, too. I could be wrong. I think so. I th- um, that would have been, what, 2013? 13. But, yes, as I was saying, um, I think that uh, I think that Rusev will get the win here. But if he doesn't, I will be fucking pissed. Randy Orton is so boring. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought after his feud with Jinder, they'd take him off TV for a while. And my God, I was wrong. Um... But yeah, that's my prediction. Rusev's gonna win. Who's next? Uh, Tim, you wanna go? Rusev, I don't care. Go ahead. Also, Rusev, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Great, Rusev wins. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> next match we now, got. Now, now let's go on to Cena, Baron Corbin, and this yeah, is that's where I'm gonna, All right. This is where I'm gonna call I'm you going... massive. Oh. No, stop, stop, stop. This, let, let me let me say this first because now you've brought up Randy Orton's winning streak at SummerSlam as well. This is where I'm gonna call you out and call you a massive hypocrite. Because you you look at a match like Randy Orton and Rusev and you go, Rusev's winning, and you look at Orton's SummerSlam career and you look at Rusev, Rusev isn't doing that much better booking wise than Baron Corbin is. And whoa, 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 going, whoa, 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 No, you stop. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Give me a minute. I am passionate you, about this. You, Rusev isn't doing that much better, really. Like, look at the booking. He's not doing that much better. He just came the back. The only difference is Baron He wasn't doing that much better before, either. <laughs> and the only reason Baron Corbin's doing worse is because he just lost his money in the bank briefcase. That's the only reason why Baron Corbin's doing worse. So. No. I'm not done. <laughs> so then you go, Rusev's going to win because of Orton's uh, career at putting over stars at SummerSlam. When Cena does the exact same thing, but you think Cena's going to win. Now go. Fuck WWE for this booking. <laughs> Because, go ahead, go ahead, make yourself look smart. You just had the Money in the Bank pay per view, which they built up huge last year. Like in my opinion, that was like the next big pay per view below the rest of the big four. And the big thing coming out of it was the fact that Ambrose was Money in the Bank, and he won the Money in the Bank, and the fans went nuts. And he won the WWE title. The fans went nuts. He carried it over to SmackDown. The fans went nuts. He lost it to, to Styles. SmackDown was like. SmackDown was essentially, like, what it was because of the Money in the Bank briefcase, okay? And Money in the Bank has been a concept that's been in WWE for years. And since Edge, I don't think they've ever done a cash-in just as good besides Rollins, okay? And 
the fact that people lose their cash in match is dumb. Absolutely dumb. It's a foolproof way to win a title. Besides John Cena's method of cashing in, that's totally fine. But, like, come on, dude. Like, okay. I, and, like, I can't... Well, hold on. Wait, wait, John wait, Cena, wait, wait. how did... So, John, okay. Cena, Cena announced his cash-in on Punk the week before. They had a match. Big Show came in and interfered, and it ended in a DQ. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so, <laughs> my thing is, why would... People are saying that they're sacrif- they sacrificed Corbin's case to put over the feud. Like, on TV. Like, if you don't know any of the dirt sheets or anything, because there is some dirt sheets behind this, um, they put it, they made it come across as Cena get it, like getting... Corbin mad and getting an upper hand on Corbin but what the fuck is the point of that there's no point there's no point okay like WWE would never do that for anybody the reason why Baron Corbin did this is because he talks shit to Dave Meltzer okay and Dave Meltzer is a, is a great journalist I respect him I read a lot of his stuff but he has way too much influence in WWE and Corbin didn't really do anything out of line he really didn't it's not even a big deal he talks some shit on twitter so does everybody okay and the fact that they they basically sacrificed corbin's money in the bank for after all these months of them saying that they wanted to push this guy to the moon they want him to be the smackdown braun Strowman. they want him to be a monster heel be the wwe champion carry it in wrestlemania's and main event big four shows and this and that just to have oh, a job out to Cena, like, that's BS, dude. Like, John Cena didn't need that. He's John fucking Cena. He's the free agent. He's able. To, he's the only superstar that can go across SmackDown and Raw right now. And he hasn't utilized it, but he's going to. Um, after everything I've heard from Corbin's Heat and this Money in the Bank thing, they also devalued the Money in the Bank briefcase by doing what they did to Corbin. And that didn't do any favors for them. That did nothing for them. Um, like, I don't see the point in it, and I, I understand, I'd understand it more if Corbin lost, but, like, he lost in a decent match that went on for a decent amount. He literally cashed it in. He should have made sure Cena was gone after he cashed in. But, like, he cashed in, knocked Cena off the apron, and then Jinder rolled him up. Like, it's ridiculous. They made him look like the biggest fool, and they made their briefcase look like the most valueless piece of shit. And all at the expense of John Cena. Just to make John Cena look good. The guy who's been in the company for the past 10 years and has looked insanely immune. And Corbin's not going to win on Sunday. Cena's going to win because they, they want to punish Corbin. Um, I will be very happy if they give him back the briefcase somehow or give him a world title match, but it's probably not going to happen. So that's my pick. Cena's winning and going on to Raw to eat all the other wrestlers that WWE seems to care about until they fuck up. Yusuf, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll go. (laughs) I mean, I have a lot of responses, but... I bet. I'll I'll just make it quick. Corbin got rolled up in six seconds by fucking Jinder Mahal. He's not getting anything back. He's not getting no contract, no briefcase, no no shit like that. Um, I was originally gonna say Corbin's gonna win, but at this point, fuck it, Cena's winning. I don't care how Cena's winning. Cena wins. Lol. Yeah. There you go. Wow, y'all are 
believe in the golden shovel. If y'all don't stop, listen here. Listen here, boys. First off, the money in the bank is bullshit anyway. So there wasn't much value there anyway. Because who have you made a world champion out of it and then made them successful after that world champion run besides Seth Rollins, besides Edge? That's okay. I'll wait. Are you are That's you talking about are you talking are you talking about first time title reigns or what? I'm talking about like, money. Do you in the mean bank establishing stars or like because How many Randy Orton because Randy Orton has stars? Randy Orton has won the case and cashed in. He was already and a, was a star. He was already a star. Yeah, but he, he was, was already, already a star. star. How many no. times has the money in the bank made a star besides Edge and besides Randy Orton? Or Edge you know and what? Seth Rollins. Go ahead. I'll wait. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, yeah, arguably. Daniel Bryan. No, 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 no. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was a star before. Yeah, not in WWE's eyes, not in the fans' eyes. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the thing. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Because here's the thing too. Then you have to look at both of Punk's Punk's cashins because they know, like, okay, look, cool. Punk had the briefcase back to back years. They were very, very lackluster title reigns. Punk's? How many? Yeah, both Money in the Bank briefcase title reigns that he had were lackluster. But they yeah. still made him a star. That oh, was what. Punk was, that's what got no, him to did. the main event. Yes, they did. That's what got him to nope. the main event. That's what nope. I'm him counting as making the breakout star. Him, him leaving is what got him to the main. Yeah, exactly. Him, had, yeah, he, him walking out of the company. I was what Got him to his start. I disagree. He had a great feud with Jeff Hardy through SmackDown in 2009. Okay. Yes, that was a great part. That's something that, that you can look back on his marks and be like, yeah. That's this what is established well done. him as a main event exactly. talent, though. Because after that was when they started I, recognizing him as a main event guy. Okay, they started recognizing him, but then that was back in, what, 2009? But that's not when the fans fully accepted him, and certainly not the casual fans. Because the fucking... The, let's, okay, let's face, things, let's face facts about CM Punk for one second. Both of his world title reigns with the briefcases were, were okay. Yeah, okay, they were ass. Better word to use. Because the first one was just terrible. The fact that he got... He was like, hey, I just won the briefcase. Oh, hey, look, he got injured, and now... He can't do the fucking championship scramble match. I don't forgive him. Boo-hoo. Done it by Randy Orton. Yeah, a second time. Oh, cool. He cashed in on... Uh, he cashed in on Hardy, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Jeff he Hardy. cashed in on Hardy after the ladder... Yep, he cashed in on Jeff after the Extreme Rules ladder match with Edge. I, I remember that distinctly, actually. Also, I think about it. it made Dean Ambrose a star, too, because that's what got Dean Ambrose to the WWE title. Uh, he was already a star. He was already, yeah, he was already pretty well, like, He was already well over. Yeah, because the shield was just... Because the shield. Yeah, exactly. Like, Punk's title reign, I, his world title reign, when he cashed in with Hardy, was Right up solid. until he lost it to be the Undertaker's bitch. Yep, pretty much. Okay. Like, his feud was, like, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. But that didn't make Him as start. champ was okay. But the problem is, him as champ was overlooked by the feud with Jeff Hardy because it was, like, perfect. You had straight edge versus like anything goes. Okay. And it worked well. I also say Rob Van Dam was going to be a star, but then he got fired because he smoked too much weed. RVD already. Rob Van Dam's a fool. RVD man. was a star already. Yeah. Okay. And I... especially he, especially because he won the WWE title in an ECW arena. I think. I think. Yep. I, I don't know. He was if already we, a star. I don't know if we agree on like what establishing and means in in relation to being a star but i think we should move on from that um well so that's that's my view on money in the bank i think the only time they've ever done it right was edge and, and rollins okay so two i thought ambrose make, too to be honest that just, can be at least debatable yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll accept that sure. i'll accept that as a debate 
Okay, go ahead. Uh, two, I think him losing could really fire him up. On the flip side of that, and I'll give you, I'll play your devil's advocate for a second, and I'll support you. I thought the same thing with Damian Sandow too, but okay. So two, I'm hoping it can make him fired up. Also, he should be fired up anyway. He should be extremely pissed, kayfabe, and for real, he should be pissed. Oh, for sure. Because they're treating him like dick. After Three, months of building Dave him Meltzer's, up. Dave, Dave Meltzer should have no part in the actual scripting of WWE events ever. Yeah. Period. Yep. I don't care I don't care what you feel about dirt sheets and about rumors and about marks. Dave Meltzer should not have anything to do with booking ever. Agreed. I can't believe they're actually like. Look, I love I love Dave Meltzer. He's great, but it's just like, do you really need to base this off of the fact that Corbin trash talked Dave Meltzer on Twitter? It's like anything Jim Cornette's ever done. And no offense to Jim Cornette, even though he is like psycho. But like Jim Cornette push gets himself involved in like every little thing, and it just becomes like annoying. And I don't want that to be the case with Dave Meltzer, so. Uh, and four you made Cena look good on a go home show to have Cena lose and Cena didn't even look that good and technically Cena's your face in this feud and Cena looked like a dick so again what the fuck why no 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 and I think Baron Corbin's winning after all the bullshit I still think he's winning I don't. I don't see a reason why he should lose. I don't. I like him losing the Money in the Bank briefcase if they keep that aggression going, which they should have done with Sandow. This is their chance to redeem what they did with Sandow. But will they? Because Sandow had heat at that time as well. Did Sandow have heat, or was it just pretty sure? Was there he actual heat? heat with I forget Sandow? what happened. I just remember there being heat somewhere during his cash-in time. Yeah, when he lost to Cena. Right, yeah. Um, Maybe not during the cash in time, but it was at some point during his career. Yeah, you never know. So that's that's how I feel about it. Okay. Y'all really, I thought Yusuf would still be on my side. You really think Cena's gonna? I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm so he, I'm, I'm. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna. I. I'm not asking you to change your opinion. I'm just. I asking. know, but I'm like, I want to be that guy that's just like on the fence because who the fuck knows at this point, right? So. <laughs> I know. No, I'm kidding. You do know, apparently. Yeah, apparently. You're booking logical WWE. I'm trying to book logical. Yeah, I mean, if 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 WWE, okay, I don't. I feel like if WWE wants to break Cena's losing streak at SummerSlam, then Corbin's not the opponent to do it. I think it is, especially because they have heat with him. I guess, but like, if that's that's the thing, like Super Cena does good, saves the day, blah 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 blah. Who cares? Corbin. <sighs> also, it was they really dumb. Him. Corbin, wait, wait, wait. Can we Corbin talk about? Isn't... Go ahead. Can we talk about the logic that it was really dumb that Cena cost him the case? Because that could have got Cena a WWE title match at SummerSlam. It could have, yeah. Would that match have been for the title though? Yeah. If he did it successfully. No, but then Gender would use his rematch, so then it would have been a. So okay, so they could have had a fatal okay, four-way. Even what, better. That's what. That's what. Even no, better. That's, what, that's, that's where things get oh. a little difficult. Because the Nakamura is supposed to be the contender to Ginger, but if Ginger lost the title to Corbin, who was going into a match with Cena, 
then would it still be, would it be a, be a four-way? It'd be a, you don't it'd know. be a four-way because John Cena is John Cena and he could have been like, I'm John Cena, put me in the match and then Shane would have been like, okay, boy, and then put him in the match. See, I think that would have been confusing. I think I think they did a great job as long as they can keep the aggression. Yep. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Everything else, I think it's maybe done perfectly. All right. I, I can get with that. Because Baron, Baron was furious. And some of yeah. it, I think, was real, too. So, and he has every right to be. Because, again, Dave Meltzer should not influence your booking. Yeah. Period. If anything, he's the one that spoils all your booking. <laughs> this is also, also true. But anyway, All right, let's, uh, let's move away from there, shall we? Let's move to a more yeah. positive match that I think that we'll all agree with a little more. Um, we have, for the Raw Tag Team titles, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, The Bar, defending against Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Um, Tim, who do you got and why? Go ahead, Yusuf. I feel like I've talked a lot. All right, yeah. Um, at first, my initial thought was it's going to be... Uh, Ambrose and Rollins, because, you know, oh, guys, look, the Shield's back, and, you know, hype, and blah, 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 blah. Um, I have a weird feeling that this is one of those too-soon-to-be-true kind of things, and there's a chance that they're going to just, like, implode tomorrow night. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say the bar. I'm going to say Sheamus and Cesaro. Go ahead, Ty. I say Ambrose and Rollins. I think that WWE knows how big of stars they are. And um, they are megastars right now. Uh, maybe not so much Ambrose, but Rollins for sure. And I think that they did that for a reason, and they're going to rush them to the tag team titles because they don't know what the fuck to do with their tag division right now, especially after Revival got injured again. Well, uh, I guess Dawson got injured, but still. Um, I think Ambrose and Rollins will take the belts and hold them for maybe a month or two. And then once they lose the belts, probably back to the bar because that's the only decent heel team they have left. Um, Ambrose will turn on Rollins and it'll set up for a feud for Survivor Series. Well, I think the story is not the bar, which is why I think the bar will win. Because the story is not the bar. Because we need this Ambrose heel turn. Let's let's get on this. So it's, yeah, I it's all complain. a ploy. It's all a ploy. I definitely won't complain if shame, if the bar wins because they've been doing a great job. They're awesome. Yep. And they're hilarious. And Ambrose will be a great heel. So they need to do that. I know. All right. I think I, that's it. We've got more matches. One. We've got like five more matches. We're Let's... good. We got we got this. Yeah, we have, we have something more matches to go. So the next match that we have is... The demon Finn Balor, because they couldn't just advertise it as Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt after Balor announced that he'll bring his demon character, meaning the face paint, uh, to SummerSlam. So after he said that he was going to paint himself, they labeled it as Bray Wyatt versus the demon and then Finn Balor in in like smaller font. So like, you know, Bray Bray Wyatt's going to face the demon, Finn Balor. Um, My pick to win the match is, um, sorry, uh, the demon Finn Balor. Because he's got the face paint, and that changes everything. Go ahead, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I second that. I think it's going to be Finn Balor. Because, let's face it, Bray Wyatt is just in, like, limbo at this point, right? And with Finn Balor, 
you would think that it could be 50-50. But since on Monday he was like, I'm bringing the demon back. I'm bringing it back. It's like, okay, we know he's going to he's gonna win. So it's, well, not 100% sure, but there's, there's the possibility. So I'm going to say Finn Balor. Sorry, the demon Finn Balor. Remember when they had to say the demon Kane every five seconds because they couldn't just say Kane? I feel oh like he had the mask on. Because like, he had the mask, yeah. I feel like that's how it is here with the demon Finn Balor. Uh, so does that mean we're going to get corporate Finn Balor? <laughs> that'd be awesome. Let's not, even, have, let's not even try to lie and say that. Exactly. That would be, that'd be great. A corporate Finn Balor. Uh, but which, unfortunately, talking about Demon Finn Balor. I think I said yeah. it once a few a few shows ago, maybe back in June. I was like, it's a cool t-shirt. I don't care. They they both need a win. I want Bray Wyatt to win, but I know Finn's going to win. Why advertise Demon? Why? Yeah. And I hate how they treat the paint on the main roster. Yeah, macro. Oh, that's out of the way. So So we all agree that the Demon's going to win that one as well. So, yep. uh, three more matches to go. Um, the next match we have is for the United States Championship. Uh, and Shane McMahon will serve as the special guest referee. AJ Styles defends the title against Kevin Owens. Who wants to go first? Yusuf. Uh, all right. With Shane being the special guest referee, there will be shenanigans. Everybody knows that there will be shenanigans. AJ Styles is going to win. I swear to God, they better not actually book Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens for later on. But the Survivor Series thing would be interesting. Team Shane versus Team Kevin. I say AJ. He's not going to win clean. Somehow, somewhere during that match, I feel like Kevin Owens is going to try to pull something. And Shane's like, oh, hey, Kevin, you're not doing something right. And probably does something dumb. Knowing Shane McMahon, because this this match does revolve around Shane, unfortunately. Like, the belt is involved, but it does revolve around Shane. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Shane does does some strikes here and there on either of them. Or even just drops a coast to coast, but I, I'm like, if it leads to Shane and Kevin, okay. If it does Survivor Series and Shane's not actually involved in the fight, fine by me. Uh, but I'm gonna say AJ Styles. I think he's gonna retain, and then I have no fucking idea who he'd feud with next. I'm going to say AJ Styles. I think this is going to be match of the night. And if they put it too early in the show, you're going to burn your crowd out. You're going to burn your crowd out regardless. Oh, yeah. This is this is definitely going to be match of the night. But I, this technical-wise and story-wise and just the stars that are in it, I like yeah. out of any match on the card. Maybe besides the four-way. But, yeah. AJ Styles, for sure. If I'll be honest, I haven't been really following the build for this match and therefore don't care about it as much. And it's a shame because this match is going to be amazing, and I can't wait to watch it. Um, so I don't know how it's going to be. I'm not really super excited for it, but I'm sure with the quality of the match, it's going to exceed expectations, so that's cool. Um, winner for me is going to be Styles, because they're definitely like somehow going to lead to Shane versus Kevin uh, at some point in some way, shape, or form. Um, 
I'm with Yusuf in that I don't know who Styles is going to feud with. My guess, this is a long shot, either Corbin or Rusev, but we'll see. Um, Emmy Zane. See, maybe. Or Shelton Benjamin. There's been reports that he's, he's coming back. officially signed. Stop. No, like literally, he he. There were reports that he was signed. And yeah, they're actually like there's the news is broken that he was coming back. And SmackDown like Live was supposed to have back. him before when he was first coming back right after the draft. So mm, he's injured. probably gonna end up on SmackDown Live. So he'll probably end up feuding with Styles. That's my guess. What if what if but. Shelton Benjamin instead goes to Raw and says that he's actually Kurt's illegitimate son? No, no, no. He's gonna say that he's um Jason Jordan's uncle. Because, oh my god, that'd be funnier. Yes, yes, exactly. Moving on to the um, WWE title picture. All right, thanks for that, Tim. Yeah. Jinder Mahal <laughs> defends the WWE Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, who wants to start? Tim. I'll go. I'll go. Oh. I guess. I just couldn't bear to hear another Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan father joke again. <laughs> it's so bad. But there's a reason Jin- it's there's a reason it's an angle. I see what no you pun did. intended. I see. Yep. What you <laughs> so, speaking of angles, this match has no angle. It's a guy with a cool entrance who shakes his body around like spaghetti, and a guy who has really cool voice who can't wrestle for shit. And we know Shinsuke's gonna win, so let's just you know let's expedite the process. I'll go next. I agree. I disagree, sorry, with uh, a couple things you said. First, Jinder's voice? He has a cool voice? Dude, that voice is awesome. What are you talking about? His voice cracks and squeaks more than a pubescent boy. His voice reminds me of a prepubescent Optimus Prime. It's fake, first off. It's a fake voice. It'd be like like if I talked like this. Okay, Tyler, what would you rather have? Would you rather have that voice or like whatever fucking regular voice Jinder has? What if he had an Indian accent? He doesn't. He's from Canada. You should know that. Exactly. Um, Oh, I know that. But also, we're in a realism era. We're in an era of like the reality era is what people have been calling it. And we've been like wanting more realistic shit. So why are we excited about someone using a fake voice? It just makes it seem too over the top for me. It's something that doesn't need to be. Um, but I can see why you guys are excited for it and why you like it so much. Um, we also still don't know why the Singh brothers are aligned with Mahal. That being said, I don't see Nakamura <laughs> winning. I don't see Nakamura winning the belt at SummerSlam. I don't see. I don't think he will win the belt at SummerSlam with this little of build, if any at all. So. Um, I'm going to go Jinder Mahal on this one. Also because the only person he's beaten as champion so far is Randy Orton, and he should probably beat somebody else for the title. And I guess now Baron Corbin, but, like, still. I like how your parameters for this match are the fact that you don't know why the Singh brothers are with him. That's yeah. I mean, that's just a random thought that came to mind. But. Yeah. Oh, well. Just- um, well, now that Baron Corbin's fucked up everything and lost his briefcase, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm still going to say Shinsuke Nakamura. 
I'm still going to fucking say Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I had second thoughts about it, thinking like, oh, you know that, you know, I because I thought Baron was going to have his briefcase and then cash in on Nakamura. It, makes, it sort of makes sense. But um, I don't I don't see Ginger holding the title for much longer. And I feel like now would be a good time to get it off him. So, yeah. I see Shinsuke winning. Uh, I see the Singh brothers obviously try to get involved. And, uh, hell. They might accidentally cost the match for gender. Don't know how. I but also, they might. I also could see Nakamura winning. But I also, like, coming out of that, I want to try and... I'm trying to think long term, like who is he? Who is he? He's gonna feud with if he leaves. Um, I'm also thinking of who Gender's gonna feud with after he leaves, and no one comes to mind besides. Gender's just gonna be thrown. Gender's just gonna be thrown down the pink slip. Oh, I mean after he. I, uh, I mean, I mean, it, I mean if he retains the title after SummerSlam. Oh, if he retains, fuck. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dude. I would rather see AJ Styles and Sami Zayn feud. Honest to God. By the way, where is Sami Zayn? He's not on this card at all. No, he's not. I wish same he was. With, same with Ty Dillinger. I'm okay Ty with it. I'm okay with Ty Dillinger. Yeah, honest, okay, I, I, I can respect Ty Dillinger to a point because he's also Canadian. That 10 thing is fucking annoying. It's it's reaching it's... what levels of annoying? Exactly, yeah. All right. Uh, let's move forward with this, but yes, I'm with you about Ty Dillinger. Um, yeah, let's move on to the last match of the night. Yeah, um, so finally, for a fatal four-way for the Universal Championship, the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, defending against Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. So basically, a strong man, a genetic freak, a Samoan Joe, and a Samoan named Joe. A Samoan Joe. <laughs> <and> a Sa- <laughs> That's okay. literally you, it. You really blueballed <laughs> me there, by the way. You, you said Brock Lesnar is so normal. It's not Brock Lesnar. It's I know. Brock Lesnar. Oh, also, if Lesnar loses the title match, he will be leaving WWE. Yep. So, who wants to go so, first? You want to go first, Tyler? Sure. Um, all right. I feel like I'm going to be the most boring one and going to shit all over everyone's opinion with it, but I think Lesnar's going to retain the belt. I think that this whole thing about Lesnar leaving the WWE if he loses the title is all just a rib for like them playing on the John Jones rumors that have been going around. Um... I just think that it's just a way to add fanfare to the match. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't see any of these guys holding the universal title, besides Lesnar right now. So, I mean, I would love to see Joe with the belt now because I was very skeptical about Joe facing Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire, but boy, did they prove me wrong. I think Reigns would be a good champion, but I don't think that it's the right time. And I think that Strowman would be an outstanding champion, but I don't think WWE has enough faith in him yet to carry the company. So that's why I'm going with Lesnar. Also because Lesnar's already advertised for dates past SummerSlam. And that was bef- that was already happening before they announced it. So it's not like they did it to throw us off. I genuinely don't know. I honestly don't even know who I would pick. 
it, it'll be awesome. It'll be a great match. A lot of stars, a lot of star power, a lot of heavy hitting. Hopefully, crowd won't be dead because by this point, it'll be 10.30 after a five-hour show and, like, 12 matches. So, hopefully, crowd won't kill it for everybody else. I hope it'll be cool, but I have no idea who's going to win. I can't even make a prediction. Hmm. Okay. Here's what I say. It's going to be a good match. It will. It's not going to go... I'm going to say it's going to... Oh, God. This is risky to say. I'm going to say it goes 18 minutes. It's going to go below 20. As to who comes out champ... It's tough. It's not going to be Strowman. I don't think it's going to be Strowman. Reigns. Reigns makes sense, but it also doesn't make sense because if they're saving up for the whole Lesnar Reigns thing at Mania, then why start now when they can do that later? Lesnar, I know they've already confirmed dates past SummerSlam, so there's that little feeling that he actually is going to retain. Unless what Paul Heyman is saying about you know him and Brock leaving is just like yeah, just like the joke about like the whole like oh Brock's gonna fight John Jones thing. It's just a stab at the WWE and trick them. And if fucking I don't know if Joe wins, then they'll have a rematch at the next pay per view. But if you had, if I had to pick like. One person? I can I'm I'm with Tim. I can't fucking decide. It's hard. All, all I know is it won't be Strowman. Other than exactly, yeah, it will not be. A little, he's not there yet. See, I no. can he's Strowman, a star, but he's not. There. Strowman's getting there, and he's 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 been very great. Strowman's improved a lot, and I'm really happy to see that. But it it's anybody but Strowman. And I'm just not able to pick who. See, yeah. after what you said, Yusuf, about Lesnar having a rematch at No Mercy, which is the next Raw pay-per-view after SummerSlam, which he's advertised for, which I, yeah. the only thing that keeps me from thinking is he's, he's going to lose the belt and then have a rematch is I don't see him losing twice in a row. I don't. I don't see him even getting a rematch after he loses the Universal belt. I see him just leaving. So maybe it is a good time for him to lose the belt at SummerSlam. Who knows? But I just don't personally think that any of the other three guys are ready yet that's not to say they're not good but i just don't get a feel from them that they're gonna carry the belt and carry the company well here's the thing at this point brains may never be ready yeah exactly joe is getting old joe is pretty old as it is yeah like i'm surprised he did an nxt run and didn't go straight up but because joe i believe is almost 40 if not 40 already. He is, I think I think he's just a year younger than like AJ. So yeah, I think he's like 38, 39 now. So he's about the same age as Cena then too. And Braun is just, just not there yet. Joe is 38. Yeah. He'll, he'll be there. Joe's 38, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Braun will get there, but he's just, it's just not there yet. It's almost there. You can see it, but like you don't want to see it quite yet. And there's other things we got to do first before we get a Braun title reign. So... 
and you can you can see Brock winning. You can see Brock winning. You can see Joe winning, and you can see the Joe that's not Samoan. Actually, it's funny. Both of them are Samoan. Is he? Is is? Yeah, Samoa the Joe Rock. The Rock is real. Yeah, Samoa Joe is the is like a Samoan, but he's not related to the Anawaii family. Yeah, but he's like he's also Samoan. That's a thing. So that was a really good promo when Roman Reigns was just like, "You may be named Samoa Joe, but all I see is just Joe." And I was like, "Yo, that was actually like, fire." Damn, and the way he. And the way he actually said it too was really fire. Yeah, I but, like uh, this range that we got right now. But I, I do too. Yeah, like there's a it's a very good point that Reigns just isn't ready. Because let's face it, if he wins on if he wins tomorrow night, he's just gonna get booed the fuck out. We'll be right back to square one again. He's, exactly. He's gonna need score. a security already, team. You know what? He's gonna need a security team to be escorted to his vehicle to leave. Oh yeah, you know what? I was uh, I was reading a report earlier today. I want to say it was yeah, where um they were talking about how Reigns' promo post Mania was only supposed to be five minutes. He was just gonna he was just gonna wait a little bit, then say this is my yard now, and then leave. But instead, he just let the he just let the crowd eat him alive. So like. I don't know if we want to have to see. Oh, I would love to see that again. That's for sure. But they ate it up then, and they'll eat it up again. Exactly. Let us see. Don't know. They 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 ripped him to shreds at the Rumble when he won two years ago. They're gonna rip him to shreds. They ripped him to shreds when he uh, took out Taker. They're gonna rip him to shreds again if he wins the world title. Like Reigns shreds after Triple H. Yep, they did. Yep, Reigns is just like. Everyone, everyone says they want him to be ready, and he keeps getting better. And they still say he's not ready, which is why I'm starting to think. And now we're pushing on four years that we're trying to do this thing with him, or uh, four, three. We're I'll pushing on three years. Three years, yeah. That we're trying to do this thing with him. I'm yep. just thinking it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Which, which is a shame that people ruined something that could have. That we don't even know what they had planned because people wanted to ruin it. For all we know, he could have looked massively cool once he stopped doing that suffering succotash thing. Oh yeah, well after all that bullshit, I mean like Reigns. If okay, if they didn't push him out of a fucking cannon to the moon, then I would have enjoyed Reigns a lot more. He's great in the ring. I'll give him that, but. He is. He is. He's he's gotten a lot better. It's just God. Like no matter what he does at this point, he could like he could take like he could win the title tomorrow. He'll get booed. And then to try and get like to try and like reduce some heat. He could like have his daughter with him or something, and he's still gonna get booed. They did the same thing with The Rock at Royal Rumble, and it didn't exactly, work. yeah, exactly. Like The Rock couldn't fucking save him. The Rock, yeah. Like Reigns is Reigns. Is, okay, this is what I don't understand. I know, though. I know Bray Wyatt's in limbo, but Reigns is literally stuck in hell. Yeah, 
But if they turned him heel, nope, if, it wouldn't even if, work. If at this it's point. not, if, it wouldn't nope. work. Oh no, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't work at this point. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Tim, what were you gonna say? I was gonna, I was gonna say this whole thing where Reigns was pushed down our throat. I still don't understand, and I think I say this every time we have a Reigns match because the conversation immediately goes to him because what the fuck? He's the biggest star in the company. I think Whether the only time fans want to admit it's not. I never felt as he as if he was getting pushed down my throat. Only because like I was like so we we had the shield come in. We looked at Reigns and we immediately saw that they were gonna pick him. We it, saw it. Yep. We all saw it. Oh, yeah. We all saw it. And then and like he looked cool in the shield. So we picked him too. We were like, yeah. And Peter Rosenberg said this on Bring It to the Table. We were like, Yeah, we like him. We did like him. He looked fucking cool. We saw him break. We saw him do fantastic at Survivor Series, and I think 2013. Yeah, 2013. Was that the year he speared like literally everybody? This was the year he broke everybody in half. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was 2013. 2014, we saw him break the Rumble thing from Kane. We yep. liked that. And we saw him hit final two, and we loved it. We we, we wanted this him. Was oh yeah. We, we wanted this him is to beat Batista. We wanted him. Yeah. To, I was, we wanted him over. Well, that's because people. we didn't want Batista. I don't. Well, that's know also about because we could have had Brian, but they didn't. Yeah, have exactly. Brian win. So there was yeah. a lot of other problems with that Rumble, but we we liked that he beat the the Rumble thing, and that was before he went into the final two with Batista. Yeah. The we we watched him get. We watched him face Randy Orton, and we were fine with it. Mm-hmm. We watched him do face offs with Cena, and we were fine with it. He got hurt, and then he came back and did the Succotash thing and the Brock feud, which I'll admit deserved every bit of shit that it got. Yeah. But after that, we let him spend a year facing Bray Wyatt. And I was like, all right, he built himself up, kind of, and you know he's the main event star, so we have him beat Triple H, which was also dumb. And then he lost the title again, and he spent a year. Now he's spent a year losing constantly. He's lost. Who's he lost to at this point? He's lost to Rollins. He's lost to Dean Ambrose. He's lost to Kevin Owens. He's he's won the U.S. title, but what the fuck does that mean? He yes, he retired the Undertaker, but he's lost to Braun. He's lost to Samoa Joe. He's lost to Brock. No, he hasn't lost to Brock. Not actually. Not yet. But. But like, I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. He loses way more than he wins in big matches. Check yeah, but that's the, it's not. It that is good. his. Yeah, no, his his pay per view record is great. It's just that like, there's like a, there's like a level of severity with each of his pay per view matches. Like, what matters more to Reigns than the other match? Like, what mattered more in his matches with Rollins? What mattered more in his match with Taker? What's going to matter in tomorrow night? And then... I hope to... I don't, want, I don't want Roman to be the one to retire, Cena. <laughs> That's not happening. It's not. I hope to God it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. I've never even heard that one brought up before. I don't think... I've... It's... I, I only bring it up because Cena apparently will be moving permanently to Raw after tomorrow night. Okay. 
and he is acknowledging that he doesn't have a lot of time left before he calls it a career and pulls a rock and goes to Hollywood. I could so, see. Uh, I could see him. The question is, how does how does his send off work? I could see him losing to Joe. You could see him losing to Braun. Kevin Owens. Joe Owen, Owens, yeah. Owens is on Raw though. Or uh, SmackDown, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I think he may do one more with Randy Orton. I think so too. I think what if they I, both I think went Randy out? Randy Orton might be the What if they both the wrestled time. and they both went out at the same time? And it was a draw. That was a draw, yeah. Or they both just like won one over the other, but they both retired. Uh, two out of three. And third one be a draw. I don't know. I think Randy might would be an acceptable last John match. I agree because yeah, I, th- I think Randy, Randy wants to go longer. He hasn't talked anything about any ounce of retirement. Mm-hmm. Ew. Sucks, but so, it's true. I mean, Randy, Randy's got to retire soon too. Like, not yet. Sometime soon. The thing is, he's working limited schedule compared to Cena. Yeah, he is. So, but that's my thing on Reigns. So I'm. I'm fully frustrated with the fans because we've completely ruined it, whatever happens now, and Reigns will now never be ready, and it's not, it's just how it is. Uh, it sucks. It's a shame. Because because us Marks, you know, we, we ruin things. And Marks are ruining a lot of things right now in pro wrestling. In my yeah, they are. Yep. But, well, we've now hit the credits, so. All right. Yeah. That's it. It's been long. That was a very long episode, but uh, we hope you enjoyed oh. it, guys. Um, we hope you all enjoyed it. Um, be sure to uh, hit us with a rating on iTunes as well as a uh, review, short little review. If you just type something up for us, that'd be awesome. Uh, we're planning to start up a YouTube channel at some point, hopefully, to put all these podcasts up as well. But uh, we'll see what happens. But until then, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Yusuf, Tyler, and Tim from the Vacant Wrestling Podcast, signing off.